0: Welcome to the African Dawn Podcast with me, Gwesio Usu, as host. In the first episode, Eugene Skip takes us to the shanty town of Soweto, date June 4th, 1976, an event that shook the world and changed his life forever.
1: It started as a peaceful protest, degenerated into a rampage, and later exploded into a bloody conflagration. Soweto was on fire. Bent houses, buses. Journalists
2: were living in that night until the following day.
0: Eugene, where were you when it all exploded in 1976?
3: We were driving
0: to Soweto
3: long, long distance from Cape Town. And uh, I had written this play, and we were going to be performing the play in one of the community halls there.
2: The singing, the chanting, we felt free. Surprisingly, the whole of Soweto came together to match about 10,000 students. All of a sudden, there was a shot. There was another shot. What provoked the police is that they sang the song which was banned in South Africa, called Sigelela, which today is a national anthem. Mure na buluka
4: si chabasa yesu Ufedisedi ntuali
5: matwene Usibuduke u Sibuluke si chabasa yesu
0: who was with you Eugene?
3: I was driving with my fellow student Joe Hudsonberg and we were members of the drama society there and we were using drama to uh, conscientize the community.
2: Now our our oppressors think that whatever they want to say to us we'll do because we are afraid of them. We're told that Subjects are going to be taught in Afrikaans. Doesn't make sense.
0: What was it like approaching Soweto?
3: We knew that there were going to be roadblocks, you know, going into Soweto. So I, I, I asked my friend Joe to take out some paper and I dictated to him a different play. And that play, uh, rather than question, the apartheid, you know, uh, racist regime—it celebrated the white man. So it was a, you know, just a, uh, a silly play where we were celebrating the white man and thanking the white man for bringing us, you know, civilization and whatever you want to call it. You know, hmm.
0: certainly a smart way to get past the checkpoints. It must have been a long journey.
4: Jump,
1: For your
0: car radio cassette player, I would have recommended this track. So where to, so to buy African dawn? So 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 recited by the late Sheikh Gay.
5: Ja Afrika n'jangan segil asken. Face is a way to Godas
0: it was originally in English, but he treated us to this incredible version in Wolof, his
5: mother tongue way ngalam du jolli wayu nge mbok dere du jambar jafri ko gangal jangan sikil naasken be just aware to when you no you say ni neew dajala ay baram mi gernaat ci putti choriu to kelluka nga teer mi yanggan gatto le putti bamela so ma jekki it must
0: have been difficult entering Soweto.
3: Yeah, we got to the entry part of another township, not far from you know Johannesburg, uh, Fosiluris. There were military and uh, police, armed to the teeth, blocking the, the entrance. I remember revving the car and just taking off and. Breaking the, the the barricades, you know, and going into the township, we were shot at. The bullet came through the front window, the windscreen, and through the back. <laughs>
2: The law of the country was that we are not allowed to take pictures of anything that the police have done. So I knew I was risking my life.
0: That's Sam Zema who captured the iconic photographs of
2: the Soweto Uprising. The last picture that I took with this camera is for Hector Peters in June 1690, 76. I did not expect to see a 13-year-old boy being shot by the police. So I quickly ran to the scene. I was trying to explain myself, this is my younger brother. Where are you taking him? The man never said anything. And I looked at my brother. I saw blood coming from the side of the mouth. As he was about to put my brother in the car, he said, he's dead.
0: That's Antoinette Citoli. Flesh ripped by the shot. Heads hitting gunbats. Tear gas smoky grieved indeed. Wrestling with the wailing dust in Soweto. A bloody day that changed the course of history. So I too so I too so I too
6: I remember feeling that yeah man, there's no going back now that this this is a turning point you know, and we all have to follow the yeah. children because yeah. you know you know they, they were coming yeah. from a place of being completely fearless so that yeah. image of hector Peterson mm. this image as you know has become a universal iconic yeah. image of of that of that struggle but the thing that I remember
0: as I'm saying. It's so powerful. Yeah. It's just like that little girl who's running away from a napalm bomb in Vietnam. In Vietnam. In the background, of course, Eugene, as we speak just now is Remembrance, your evocative soundscape dedicated to Hector Peterson. A year later, the world's newspaper headlines literally screamed again, Steve Biko is dead. Leader of the Black Consciousness Movement.
4: They need to defeat the one main element in politics which was working against
0: them. He was your friend, wasn't he? Yeah, man. Being with him must have been a a privilege.
6: It it was Uh, a privilege and it was an honor.
0: He died in a police cell. You designed the iconic Black Power Fist That symbolized the organization. You shared this incredible
6: moment in his presence. Steve Biko was outside under the sun in the yard and I had just come back from buying him Benson & Hedges cigarettes. That was his cigarette of choice. Mm. And he was lighting the cigarette and just then the special branch arrived in their numbers with orders to arrest Steve Biko and they were carrying papers and Steve Biko, I remember distinctly, without a hesitation, produced a box of matches, struck the match, and lit the cigarette. Neither the, the hand holding the matches and the two fingers holding the cigarette quivered. Nothing shook, mm. he was totally relaxed, mm. you know? And then he puffed, and then took the paper from the main guy, the quick perusal of it, and then gave them back and told them to go back. And, and they went wow. back, but my friend wet his trousers.
5: We don't
4: believe, for instance, in the so-called guarantees for minority rights because guaranteeing minority rights implies recognition of portions of the community on a race basis. We believe that in our country there shall be no minority, there shall be no majority, there shall just be people. His speeches
0: were concise and precise, weren't they? Phenomenal.
6: (laughs) (laughs) The first time I heard him speak was at a gathering where he was addressing students at Alan Taylor residence in Wentworth, Durban. Steve Biko hadn't taken to the stage yet. He was standing right behind us in the corner and he opened his mouth to respond to a, a contentious point mm. that somebody had made mm. on, on, on the stage. And everybody turned around to look at who the owner of that voice was, the resonant voice.
5: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa.
6: Phenomenal speaker. He was charismatic, and when he opened his mouth, everybody was quiet. Just before they they, they murdered him brutally, he he was interviewed by some guy, English or American, I can't remember, and the man uh, uh, hints at the fact that they they might be killing Steve soon after this. and Steve Biko said he knows that his life will be taken, but that does not stop him from doing, what, what, you know, what he does, and even then, there was not a quiver of fear, he was fearless.
0: to flee into exile in 1980. Destination, London.
1: Africa, you are the horizon to which I tend To see the sun rise, to win the poet Who praises you daily for bearing your breasts To these my seasoned lips, do not desert me For I love you, I want to cherish you Take me into your heart you are the path Where upon threads my pride Africa You are my peace with life
0: This Africa, is beautiful, Eugene
1: Enchanted like a child so Sublime, Sublime. For you are
0: the sky that melts your love song for Africa and the home you left behind
1: soul, Africa you are my peaceful life
0: Are you sure you didn't leave a part of your soul on the banks of the Limpopo river
1: for you, for you are the river that flows with vigor carrying the taunting tales our ancestors died to tell Africa you are my peace with life
0: This song was recorded by Sam Tsavalala the legendary Sam Tsavalala your old pal from Devon, who co-founded the Malo poets, the legendary Malo poets with Sam (laughs) Tzabalala. FM 95.9, Africa, my peace with life. He is Sam Chabalala. How beautiful is that? It's off Sam's brand new album, Back and Forth. And I love the stories and I thank everybody else who's been writing in and uh, saying they're enjoying. I had a radio interview and uh, you talked about your days with him and the group. He stayed with you. Sam Chabalala is
6: uh, the original guitarist from a group that I, I was instrumental in founding that we called Malopo producers
0: which yeah. is yeah, yeah. you know Malopo uh, akuna matata on twitter says, loving the interview loving the tracks and uh, eugene skiff wrote in and he, <laughs> he and he says my brother sam chabalala and sam says
4: hi my brother when we started the malopoets in devon it was eugene skiff who Actually, they came up with the Malopoids' idea. It was Eugene Skiff and Ben Langer. As a group with the Malopoids, when we went to Deben, things were not so easy. And Eugene, well, I'm talking now secrets things. <laughs> Eugene took us to, to his house. You know, there, there were no, he didn't have enough space for all of us. But he said, guys, you, you need to, you know, play your music. And we can work together. You can stay here for a while. It was not easy. And the name came from Malopo, in Sisutu, a spirit, Malo, poet. So that was very smart. <laughs> and so he gave me uh, this poem, and I played guitar. You know, I was just reading and playing guitar. As he, a guitarist, he's
6: happening he, through harmonies. harmonies. Incredible! Incredible. Yeah, yeah, the and,
0: yeah. And,
4: yeah. I asked my cousins in South Africa. To come and sing with me, and I asked one of them, uh, Kokeito, to recite Eugene's poem. And when I came back I, and I sent the, the the album to Eugene, with my heart beating. Lyrically, he's just wonderful.
6: He's an amazing guy, you know. Yeah, but again, there you mm. go. He's from that Pretoria, same mamelodi yeah. like yeah. Don Laka and all, mm. and he's got the melodies, you know, down to a T, mm. you know. And so. Yeah, well, we started Malo Poets together, and, and groups like that didn't really exist except for St. Ashiki.
4: And when I came home, I found this message, and I called him right away. And I said, Wow, he said, Wow, Sam is great. And I called him right away, and I was so touched.
1: You had his blessings. Beautiful. Take me into your heart, for you are the path whereupon threads my pride. Africa, you are my peace with life.
0: Africa. Every time I go on social media, there's something really exciting that you know you did, and the accolades are coming in. And uh, this morning, you shared um, the story about uh, Don Laka. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. What was the, the thing with Don Laka?
6: Don Laka uh, uh, happens to be one of the most famous musicians in South Africa. John Laka was a young guy who I inspired to take music more seriously and look into the roots of our Africanness. And there were other people like Bergim Selebu, Lawrence Moloisi, who also inspired him. In in the 90s and the 2000s, you know, his fame increased and rose. And he became instrumental in in, in the coming about or the formation of of a very powerful, popular township form of music called Kwaito, spelled K-W-A-I-T-O. And he is, uh, as I say... It's a dance music. It's right? a dance music, you know. The shuffle, certainly. You know, it's, 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 <laughs> it's like you can relate it in a way to yeah. to, to, to hip-hop yeah. and stuff, you know, it's like a township, yeah, uh, uh, was, uh, South African mm. version of that. But it's got its own sort of signature, yeah. you, you know, but very much a, dance, a township, township type music, yeah. you know, dancing Soweto kind of thing. Type yeah. of, uh, That's right, very yeah. definitely, yeah. Mm. So he came up with that. He also does jazz, all urban musics, Mm. you know, find a route back to Uh, Africa, you know, and so Don is one of those kind of guys as well. Mm. So right now he's he's writing orchestral music and I'm trying to link him to uh, Chineke, you know, and people like that, you know. You can see Don Laka, if you like, as a sort of Quincy Jones of South Africa. Mm. You know, in that you know Quincy worked with, you, you, you know, he works with hip hop uh, yeah. artists. He worked with Michael Jackson. He's a great producer, he, you know, he's, he's a film producer. Like. Uh, he composes soundtracks. Yeah. You know, and he's and, he, and he's a record producer of all kinds. You know, yeah. he doesn't draw lines between yeah. the, the yeah. different genres. So moving on. You know, Don Laka yeah, is one of those. You know, very innovative. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and um, this morning he sent me a messenger message telling me that he had told uh, some Azapo elder in South Africa that I am one of the reasons for him being who he is that I'm one of the, mm-hmm. the, the I was one of his mentors one of the inspirations in his uh, uh, life as a creative musician mm-hmm. and so this goes back uh, to the 70s you know, when I knew uh, the, the person I mentioned earlier A.B. You know, who told me that Steve Biko had passed fellow originator of uh, Malombo, Man, the guitarist, singer, and flautist Philip Dabani. I knew those guys, and they were from Pretoria, from Mamelodi, to be specific.
2: Ah.
0: No, no, no. I'm not going to ask you who this great voice belongs to.
5: No, no, no.
4: I'm
0: Lady Smith, you go back, don't you?
4: (laughs) Tell me
6: about Lady Smith. (laughs) Lady Smith, Black (laughs) Mombasa, used to practice in my home in Claremont Township. Well done, well
2: done. You did a good job, you
4: did a good job. Properly performed. Well
5: done,
2: well done. Check on.
0: Wow. That's going to be a great start to the next episode.
2: Don't do it again,
5: don't do it again, we came a long way to take over. Do you understand that? Do you understand that?